Do you wish that all things wealth and finance were much easier to understand and not presented by a bunch of beige cardigan-wearing geeks? Welcome to the Clever Investor Podcast, where we're dishing up the easiest-to-understand finance program served in bite-sized chunks, so your brain will thank you as your knowledge grows. Hosted by the brilliant Owen Taylor, a multiple award-winning expert with a glorious knack for explaining the complex world of wealth in the simplest of ways. Hey, Clever Investors, and welcome to another show. Today's topic is really simple, old versus new. So let's cut straight to the chase. Investing in property has one clear aim, and our aim is to build as much wealth as possible with the least possible risk in the smallest amount of time. So in order to do this, we need to understand what type of property we're going to use, we're going to acquire in our portfolio and more to the point we want to be clear on whether new or older properties are going to help us achieve our investment goals. Now there's a number of distinct advantages between the two of these. So let's have a look first of all and in no particular order let's have a look at the new properties. With new properties you've got reduced maintenance costs. So the simple fact is the building's new. So that means that all of its fixtures and its fittings are brand new and they're less likely to receive or need any maintenance. Plus the fact there is a warranty on all of these items. The the oven in the kitchen, even the building itself is covered by builder's warranty insurance. Now there's also, and the stats show us, that there's lower chances of vacancy rates. So the desirability of living in a new property, and it doesn't matter whether it's an apartment or a townhouse or a home, it's it's new or it's very relatively new. It's often going to be a lot more desirable to people that are looking to tenant the property, people that are looking to live into it. They've got the choice between something that's old and a bit squeaky or something that's nice and new. We've got higher tax deductions against the new property, so higher tax effectiveness against it. Now, the Australian tax system acknowledges that when you buy a new building, the building itself and all of its fixtures and fittings, the air conditioning units, um, the roller door in the car park, if it's an apartment building, certain parts of the common area, all lose value as they age. And this depreciation is a business claimable offset. Business. Remember, I've said this before, you've got to think about property investing as a business, because that's exactly how the Australian government look at it too. Now, older properties do have some clear and good advantages as well. Due to the age of the property, you're going to be able to purchase an older style of property for comparatively less than a new property. The yields on older property can sometimes be slightly higher than newer properties as well. And that's that's partly to do with the fact that your purchase price, the amount you've paid for the property, 
is lower, the yields on the property can, on older properties, can be slightly higher. Now, this comes around from the fact that your purchase price originally was slightly lower and the rents are going to be comparatively the same. I'm talking a bit broad here as well, but you might find a a 15-year-old a two-bedroom apartment in the same suburb area is going to rent fairly similar to that sort of brand new uh, two-bedroom apartment and the same sort of thing with, with houses. There will be some slight changes in this, but your yields can look better on paper. Now, it's not necessarily the case once all of the tax deductions have been accounted for with a new property. But up front, the yields do look stronger. But the yield, so how much rent we're receiving, is not the be all and end all of having a property. Okay, remember it's the the growth, what's happening with the growth in the suburb areas, that's where our real wealth is created from. Another thing is because the property is there right in front of you and it's completed, you're less likely to have some shortfalls with bank valuations. Going back to the the days when I had the finance business as well, when you're negotiating uh, with the property, there's uh, you can get the valuation done beforehand uh, while you're probably still uh, negotiating on the property or maybe that property is going to auction so you can get these things done prior to hand. So the knock-on effect of that is that the financing of these can sometimes seem a bit easier. But don't forget, of course, you're going to have a mortgage broker doing all the legwork for you and doing all the running around on your behalf. Now, with all of those points for new and old taken into consideration, what does it mean? What's our bottom line? Put simply, will this dramatically affect your ability to hold a property. If rents will be higher and are from a better quality tenant, it's far less likely that your property will be vacant in the case of a new property. Depreciation allowances on the value of your property and its fixtures and fittings are also going to make it easier to hold the newer property long term. Another way to look at this is that you'll get better value for your dollar when you're investing in the new property or when you compare it to investing in older properties. It's virtually impossible to conduct uh, an exact calculation or experiment on old versus new. Uh, Even if you looked at the same purchase price, the chances are that these properties are not going to be within the same suburbs. And they certainly, if we're looking at maybe a 10 or 15-year-old property compared to a new one, they're not going to have the same fixtures and fittings and even the same layout or ceiling heights or the fact that one's got built-in air conditioning and the other one's got a, you know, a, a retrofitted air conditioning unit. You're not comparing apples and apples. Now, another way to look at these things is as a business example. And I know I keep trying to drill it into you that you've got to think about investing in property as a business example because you are running a business. You're running a business which uh, supplies public housing. In the same way as if we were thinking of starting a hire car business. And so therefore, you're in the business of providing public transport. So the comparison analogy that I've always used for people is if you were looking at starting this hire car business 
and you're faced with, well, do I buy old cars or do I buy new cars? On paper, the new cars cost more, considerably more. And I think we all know, and you don't need me to tell you, that you could go out and buy a 10 or 15-year-old car of maybe the same brand for considerably less. However, if we're looking at cars, they're not going to be the same, are they? The new cars smell nice and they drive more efficiently and they've got Bluetooth and maybe they're hybrid and their fuel economy is a lot better and they don't squeak when you go over bumps. And the old cars might not necessarily rattle, but they're certainly going to need a lot more maintenance and they've got no warranty on them as well, have they? Maybe immediately in buying the older car, you need to put it into the workshop and get new tyres or new brakes on it. So have you really saved money on it up front? Because now you're paying to actually add all these other things, to do these things that are not going to get you any more rental money, but they're things that you just need to do, the maintenance things, plus the fact These older cars are not going to have all these sexy new switches and airbags and all of the other nice things that we want. Now, what I want you to do is picture yourself standing out on the pavement outside of these two higher car yards. And let's say for the sake of this example, you're going to be hiring this particular car for 12 months. It's going to be used by you and your family every single day. What business, realistically, are you going to walk into? What car do you want to drive? Would you prefer to drive for the next 12 months? As the business owner, as it stands, although the new property or car is worth a lot more and it's going to cost you a lot more to buy it initially, what's the long-term cash flow going to look like? And these are the numbers that you must realistically crunch yourself. Chances are that the long-term holding ability of the new property is significantly better. As the business owner, you want um, cars, or in the case of we're looking at property, which is as maintenance-free as possible. It means you're going to have happy customers living in or driving your product around and they're going to be happy to renew the lease and when it is time for them to move on that you've got other people that want to live in this more desirable style of property. Now with older property in order to keep that you've got to spend some money on them so you need to very very importantly and very realistically crunch your numbers. Now, unfortunately, the mistake that I've seen a lot of people make when they're buying older property is they get caught up in the romance of the property because every time we turn on the telly and we see this amazing amount of renovation shows, they do everything that looks so impressive in an hour, including adverts, and they walk away and it looks spectacular. And you don't see the blood, sweat and the tears and also the budgeting costs behind all of these things too. So if you are looking at older property, you've got to be realistic about what you're looking at. Uh, Don't overcapitalise on these things. But I'll be completely blunt. I'm very much a fan of newer properties. Every time I've crunched the numbers over the years, I think new beats old. 
What's your opinion? Let me know. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you again on another edition of the Clever Investor Podcast. You have been listening to the Clever Investor Podcast, proudly sponsored this week by Blue Wealth Property. Are you ready to start a new investment journey? Get in touch with the industry leaders. Blue Wealth Property. Blue Wealth have a proven track record in using research to identify growth markets. And Blue Wealth have supported thousands of Australians to buy the right property in the right market at the right time. Go to bluewealth.com.au.